Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kinda Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is mom's advice. What do they really think about the way we're dating? Let's find out. Hey, hey guys, I'm Natasha Chandel and you're listening to Kinda Dating. If you're finding us for the first time, welcome. And if you're returning, thank you so much. Uh, if you really, if you like what you're hearing, guys, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. Um, whatever app that is, whatever platform it is, please press subscribe. Um, I'm going to be shameless because it's also my birthday coming up and my goal is just to ask for something very simple but very meaningful from all of you lovely listeners and friends. Um, please, for my birthday, if you could leave us a five-star rating or a review on Apple Podcasts, it would mean the world to me. Um, honestly, like we love reading them, and it's super motivating for us, too. So if you could do that, it would make my birthday. Um, today's guest is one of the most special. I'm a little biased. But you'll understand why, because she listens to almost every episode of my show until I told her not to. (laughs) Um, She's secretly, I know, been itching to be on the show. She's a physical therapist for over 40 years, a pelvic health specialist, also my best friend, and also my mom. Welcome, Shabnam. What up, Ma? Are you there? Hello. There she is. Hi, Mama. Hi, darling. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm sorry. That's okay. Natasha, how are you? Dimki? <laughs> you don't have to. It's, it's sorry. Not I'm going to, to call formal. you Dimki. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dimki is better for me. I'm sorry. That's fine. You could say that. Guys, uh, mm-hmm. for people listening, uh, you're going to be like, what the? Who the fuck is Dimki? Um, Dimki is me. That's my nickname since I was a baby, um, since I was born. Uh, so my mama can't call me Natasha. She just calls me Dimki. Um, Fun fact, friends, do you know that my mama and I talk at least twice a day? Is that, that's like... And more sometimes? Yeah, sometimes more. People get weirded out sometimes, Ma, that I tell them that we talk that much, but I'm like, sometimes it's just two minutes and sometimes it's like an hour. It varies. Hmm. But we do talk a lot. We have some fun talk. That we do. You are kind of cool. Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) Um, okay, Ma, I feel like people really want your opinion. I'm actually really excited to hear what you're going to say. Um, mostly because like we've had these talks, but I guess not in like this kind of setting. So I'm, I'm excited to hear what your, what your thoughts are. Um, so are you ready to jump in? Cause it's, it's mother's day. Yes. Firstly, I can't believe I didn't say that first off. What a terrible child I am. I called you in the morning to say happy mother's day, but I should say it on air. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Thank you, darling. Thank you so much. You are the best and you know it. And I hope I tell you that all the time. Thank you. And can I tell you that you're the world's best daughter? Oh, this is a love fest going on. It's okay. You don't have to lie to <laughs> you don't have to lie to my No, listeners. I don't have no, I don't have to tell them that, but that's that's the truth. Oh, I love you. Um I love you too. Okay, so today we're talking about you know, mom's advice on on the dating world or, or, or us daters in the world right now. Um, you know, we don't often get to hear from uh, 
like a like a long longer advice from mom. So you're going to be repping everybody. Um, are you ready to start? Yes. Okay. Go ahead. So let me ask you first thing. Uh, you know the way people date now is obviously seems different than than it was before. What do you think some of the biggest problems in the way we are dating in the modern age? Like, what what do you think is like the biggest thing? I mean, even it could even be from like the stories you hear from me about things. Like, what do you think is the biggest? Well, problem? I'll tell you the stories I've heard as a child or as I've grown up myself. Yeah, right, right from a teenager to. My older years, mm-hmm. during our times, we didn't have internet. We we didn't have it wasn't a digital age. So what we did was, you could meet somebody in high school, mm-hmm. and you had friends, and then you got met met a high school sweetheart, married, and that was the next right. Mm-hmm. Or you went to college and you met some guy, had a relationship, and got you know things worked out, and you got married. Yeah. If things eventually didn't work out, of course, there was another route called divorce. But it was very rare. It wasn't so common as it is now. But today I'm astonished with what I see. What I see is people on Tinder. They just keep turning pages. Boom, boom, boom. This one's not not good enough. Oh, I don't like this one's look. I don't like this one's hair. I don't like this one's eyes. And so that's how the options are so many. Mm -hmm. So when you have so many options... Where do you think you're going to stop? Mm. So the, that, that's the one of the basic things that I find with dating today. They have so many options and they can't settle down for anything at all because, well, you know what? Maybe I'm missing something there. Maybe, I'm, maybe the next one is better. Maybe that, the next one is still better. But then eventually realize, ah, no, that wasn't better at all. In fact, the first one was better. But too late, the train's already gone. Yeah, that's actually right. Yeah, it's a fair point. I mean, that's what everybody seems to say that the biggest problem is options. But at the same time, like, isn't that also a good thing that we have options? Like, isn't that the part of technology and and Facebook and whatever that it has, you know, created an environment where we can meet more people than we've ever met before? But like, how do we find that balance between just wanting the perfect specimen you know, to Perfect. be with. If agreed, you have so many options. The fact is that's why you cannot settle on one at all. Mm-hmm. But when you do not have those options, then you make it a point to make that relationship work. Mm. Because the options are, the doors are closed. Now you're stuck there. And well, I won't say stuck, but at least you're in it. And then now, of course, you're going to make the best of it. Yeah. So you work harder. But with so many options, there's no need to work hard. It's instant gratification. Hey, hello, this didn't work out. Let's go to the next one. Come on. This is closed. This is, you know, last night's story. Mm-hmm. Do you think it also has to do with the fact, like, I think you could, you know, I don't know if it's the options that's a bad thing or if it's just that people don't know what they want anymore. Like, I wonder if, like, our generation just, like, doesn't know what it wants. Where, I mean, I don't know, you tell me when you were younger... Was it different, like, in the way you dated? Like, did you have a clear vision of what you wanted? Because I don't think people think about them as often here, no, like we, now. I don't think, yeah, that's true. The younger generation, they don't think, they overthink. <laughs> and that seems to be the problem. Right. We thought, yes, we knew. If it if it is a small village, you knew that the guy that you're going to meet will be somewhere around this village. If not the next, it will be the next village or the mm-hmm. next city. You know, so the uh, the... 
you didn't have to go all the way, different countries, different, um, uh, as we say, seven seas across mm-hmm. uh, in Hindi, you know, yeah. Sat Samandar Park. Mm-hmm. But that, that op- those are the options that you guys have nowadays. And then in that, in that option business, you get so confused. And in the confusion, you don't even realize what you want. You started out with something and you wanted this and this, but then then options came up. And then, of course, by the end of it all, it becomes a whole hodgepodge and you don't know what you want. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that like people nowadays are like trying to look for some perfection that doesn't exist in themselves or others. Like there is no perfect and there is no um, obviously it doesn't mean you settle for things that don't make you happy. But but I mean, if you're like, you know. Like there's that Jerry Seinfeld episode of like, oh, my gosh, she has man hands. And, you know, that's like a great example Mm -hmm. of how people like nitpick on the tiniest thing. They're like, oh, my God, this person's, you know, ears, this person's hair, this person's nose, this person, whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, but they could be a great person. You know, I do get like there are some deal breakers like, you know, I like tall people. (laughs) Um, Yes, but. But But like it shouldn't it's still not a deal breaker. Would you call that a deal breaker? I guess not. I guess if I found like the absolute perfect person, but I I would have some cutoff. I'll be honest that there is some cutoff. That's a deal breaker. Like there is a certain height that I'm like, no, below that, probably not. That's a personal choice. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But if you really met an excellent guy who was five feet five, it didn't it shouldn't matter somebody who would you know, had everything else into him, would you say, no, that's a deal breaker for me? Um, Probably at first sight you might, maybe, but yeah. if things really, yeah, you know. But I do think so, that there's a balance of it. That's what I mean is like, yes. you know, there are some things that aren't like they're not that important to you, but you're making them that important to you, you know. So what you said, like you, you then overthink. Like I do feel like we make it, do you think that like, do you think dating is complicated or do you think like our generation is making it complicated? Dating is not complicated. Dating is being complicated by you millennials. <laughs> the reason being, it's just the options and never being satisfied and the instant gratification. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to get this and I'm going to get that. And I will also probably get, you know, you remember the proverbial little Jane? Yep. I'll have my cake and eat it too. Mm. Right. So that that's the other thing. They want everything. During so, our times, I still remember one of my patients telling me, um, Shabnam, how do you find it that, uh, you know, uh, as a couple that you've just got married, we had just been married. And of course, um, daddy's company had provided us a house which was fully furnished. So she said, how do you find that? I said, really? I mean, that's the way it is. So she said, no, during our times when we got married, the first thing that came into the house was, a little kitchen table. So there were two chairs. So mm-hmm. that's all we had. And then came in the, you know, of course, the cooking stove was always there. But uh, she says that's how we started. And then came the bed. And then came the, you know, the last of it all comes the TV. But today you speak to young couples. They have their houses ready, furnished, fully up to date. Mm-hmm. And uh, you name it and they have it. So where is the fun, the mystery of working and working on in these little things in life or growing together in a relationship? Mm. Or, you know, we built this, we did this, we did that. 
Yeah, things I, are already I, done. I definitely see that as like a, a thing too that like a lot of people don't realize that like the fun is in growing together, you know, and it's not just in um in having in having fun, like it, having fun is one thing, but also like there is fun in like the the growing together part, you know, where like you said you're you're piecing the bricks to your house together. Like you're absolutely putting it on one at a time, and like yep. that's like a fun thing. But yeah, and before long you realize you are already married, and before long you realize you've had your first baby, and then comes the second one. Oh my and god, that's scary! That, that already scared of, me. That there's nothing to why. <laughs> What's there to be scared about? I had two lovely kids. One of them Aww. is you. Oh, that was sweet. That was so a good. So that scary? was a good save. The, Thank, thank you. But there is nothing to be scared about. Yeah. It's hard work. Yes, mm-hmm. being a mom is not easy. It's hard work. But then remember, the, the side effects and the benefits are kids love you and look at you. Yeah. You're, you, you know, at this age, you can still talk to me every day, twice a day. That in itself says something for both of us, right? But that's, a, that's an us thing. You know, most people don't do that. Also, guys, that's my mom trying to convince me because she knows that I'm like shit scared of of marriage and kids. Um, but ma, let me ask you something. Um, yeah, we've had this conversation where I have I've been really vocal about it, and you know, I I try not to curse around you, but sometimes I do. And I've said to you that I think I think commitment issues now come from the fact that like people are pussies, that like. We're a generation, as much as, like, I'm a proud millennial, I think we're a generation of, like, super shit-scared, uber-sensitive kids. You know what I mean? Where it's like we think that, you know, it took me a long time to come out of that. Like, when I was younger and I was going through my, like, serious commitment phobia, like, I was so scared to get hurt. And it was it was, the fear was so debilitating that I was like, oh, I, I just like don't want to be with anybody because of that, you know. And and it's like then as I grew out of it, I realized, oh, wait, like even if I explored an option using my like not just my feelings, but using my head, I was making an educated decision that, yes, this is a good person to move forward with. If it didn't work out, I would still be OK. You know, and like that when I when I finally came to realize that that like helped shift a lot for me to be like, oh, I don't have to be scared of this thing because I know I'll be okay. And so what did you overcome your fear? Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I think we're just like a generation of like really scared kids, (laughs) which is stupid, which is very stupid, because if you analyze yourself and you wonder why are you so scared and what are you scared about? If you face those fears, then there's nothing to be scared about. Yeah. And to me, there is no problem if there is no solution. If there is a, if there is no solution, it's not a problem at all then. Yeah, that's true. But, like, people don't, like, want to do that work, right? That work is, like, really hard to to look within and, and face. Like, for me, you know, it took me a couple of years to, like, get through things and, um, and a lot of self-reflection. I still work on it every day on, like, different things that come up. Um, yeah. But, like, tackling your fears is... Like work. anything in life, practice makes perfect. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So you got to practice this as well. Facing your fears, no matter whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. 
So what what do you think a mom at the end of the day is looking for in a partner for their kids? Like generally. What I would look for my for my kids is basically a guy who has stability. Mm-hmm. And he gives respect, trust, and is honest and has integrity. Mm-hmm. These are the basis, bottom line things for a good relationship. Yeah, and and how how and that's what I would expect my future son-in-law, you know, to be. Giving I like my I like how thought. you also said that very warily because you're like, uh. no. There's no air. It has to happen someday. <laughs> I'm glad one of us keeps hope. <laughs> well, it has to happen. It will. I know. I know. I'm, I'm pretty positive. Messing. It will. Um, but like, how? How? You know, what? What do? What do moms look for when they're when they you know hear about somebody or or they meet somebody like for their kids like what kind of things like are there certain actions you're looking for or inactions that you look out for well the actions i would look for is somebody who has eyes only for my daughter he's not having a roving eye looking around elsewhere Mm -hmm. you know so that's that's one thing and that would be and of course that's character right yeah and and if I asked him a few questions, I would expect honesty from him. Yeah. And I would assume, I hope he respects not only you, but us as well. Oh, yeah. And your family, his family. And if he has respect for his family, then, of course, I expect that he would be respecting our family, too. Yeah. I think that's a big thing, right? Like, like parents oh, look for, huge. like, the fact that, like, is that person also respectful of the families? Oh, yeah. Because that creates so much tension. If you tension remember otherwise. when uh, your brother got married. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. No. If you remember when your brother got married, his, uh, well, uh, his present wife now, but the parents asked us, what is it that you expect from us or what is it that you expect from uh, Priyanka? And um, I had only one thing to tell her, that uh, we don't expect any financial help, nothing, no other help, except I want respect Yeah. at all times. Yeah. And they've continued with that. And she remembers that, which I'm glad she does, you know. Yeah, she's awesome. Like, I mean, I, I always feel yeah, like awesome. that worked out because... Because the families also, like, got along and, like, respected each other. And she's so great that way. I always say, like, we're so lucky because, you know, for me not being there, um, it's such a great solace to know, like, she loves you guys as much as you love her, you know. And you both also love her that same way that you love me, you know. Obviously in a different way, but, like, that same kind of thing. Yes. Um. What kind of questions do you think people should be asking on first dates? Well, on the first date, the first thing is what you want to do is look at each other and see if this, there is any potential in either of you, each yeah. of you. Potential in the sense, do you think I would be, look at, look at him and can I stay with him for another five years or can I stand, with, stand him even for the next five minutes? Yeah. You know, so if their conversation is good, congenial, you don't have to talk anything personal, 
just general. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's how you can find out, you know, what movies do you watch? What books do you read? What, what do you do during your spare time and stuff like that? Without being very personal, you can still find out a lot about the person. So you don't need to have the marriage and kids talk on the first date? No, no, <laughs> no, please. That's no. funny. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm a little shocked. Not that I'm shocked that you said that, but I'm, I mean, I think a lot, it's like, you know, I, I've talked to guys and they tell me that, like, they get weirded out sometimes because some girls who are maybe on the little, like, a little older, but they'll come into first dates and be like, what are you looking for? Like, I want a relationship. And, and, like, guys get really weirded out by that because it's like, they think that the person is, uh is like asking for Going that right away without yeah. doing the the exploration and the work. I would say that's coming on heavy. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. if somebody asked me that on my first day, I would want, oh my God, am I really, I don't even know you at all yet. Yeah. So you want to. And dates don't necessarily have to mean going for movies and dinner and stuff. You can always go on a beach and have a walk and oh, talk. Oh, yeah. They don't have to be in a restaurant and where you sit down in a formal mm-hmm. place and, you know, because I don't think that brings out a person's natural um, self. Self. Yeah. I agree with that. I think, like, doing activities are, are more Could be, revealing yes. and, yeah. like, fun. And I mean, activity, yeah. like, as simple as what you said, like, going for a walk on the beach yeah. or, you know. Yeah. Um, or bowling or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just grocery shopping. Grocery shopping is not fun, but they... I know. Well, maybe maybe grocery <laughs> shopping a little later, not right away, because that's yes. like people consider, like, equate that to, like, being domesticated, you know, like, oh, my God, this well, is Well, domesticated. <laughs> yeah, but eventually at the end of the day, you still want a guy who's domesticated True. as well. You, you remember, because... my, you remember my, my friend Joe uh, in New York? Yes. He met his wife at the grocery store. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I would look at a guy and say, oh, well, yeah, he's at a grocery store. He's probably, you know, he, he looks after the house. He looks after his <laughs> home, And then you can kitchen, watch wife, what kind whatever. of food he's eating. Exactly, like, yeah. Is he... Is he into health eating yeah. or he's into junk food? <laughs> um, this is an interesting question to to ask because, you know... You have met one person that I was with before, and you know my guests know or my listeners know. Um, uh, we won't mention his name, but the person yeah. that I was living with, and uh, yeah. but like that was the only person I think you met besides my high school boyfriend, yeah. who you, I think you just met for like an hour or something like that, yeah, like in four right. years. Yeah. But when do you yeah. think someone should like introduce a significant other to a parent? I think when the relationship progresses to a certain extent and you feel, okay, this one is quite right for me, Mm -hmm. that's the time you should say, okay, all right, we are planning on taking this relationship to our next level. And that's the time I think parents should meet. Yeah. And just like, do you think like, I feel like people get so freaked out about meeting parents and it's always funny to me because I'm like, I don't know, I guess it just it depends on each person and, and knowing the relationship with their family. Like, I wouldn't have everybody meet you guys. I mean, clearly, in all my years, I've only made you meet one person. And Correct. and even that was only because 
like I felt he had potential and you guys didn't you remember the very first time you met him yes. It, yes. you it was yes. before my accident so Sorry. I didn't think that you were coming back for like a year so I was like oh Sorry. okay and we had just started dating at the time we weren't even serious then yes. but I felt like he had potential and I was like let me just get them to meet but it was in a group setting right. it was with a bunch of friends Correct. he came by yes. It didn't make it a big deal. And, you know, it was only after the accident that you guys were kind of forced to be around each other every day. Yes. Um, But I think that some people, like, I always joke, every like almost every guy I've dated has introduced me to their families, like everybody, even people I haven't even been in serious relationships with. They all make me meet their parents. And, what and then, is their rationale? What? What is their what, Well, what, they'll never give a rationale, their... but I think the inside thing is just like getting an early gauge of like what does the mom or dad think about somebody? You know, because you sometimes you're not sure of your own opinion, so you trust like your parents. Um but I think that people still sometimes put too much weight on it. Like I think it, Absolutely. you know, it doesn't have to be this like I don't think you should do it frivolously. But I also don't think it needs to be this, like, super heavy moment. It should just be like, hey, these are important people in my life. Do you guys get along? If you Correct. don't, then you should know that sooner than later, if family is important to you. Families are important, but they they are important after the fact, yeah. not before. Right now, when you are at that moment when you yourself are undecided, the first most important thing is the two people in the relationship itself. Mm. If they vibe well and they do, you know, then what are the families? The families are not going to come and stay with you forever. Yeah. It's you eventually that have to get on with your lives. That's right. True. So the two people that involved are get have to get on with li- in their lives. So what if, if the families don't get along? So what are they going to do? Just break the break the relationship? Mm. Because even if they love each other or like each other and respect each other and do every whatever is you know, so I personally feel parents you should take their opinion, but the rest is still the the chemistry is between the two of you, yeah. not the parents. Yeah. Though you know, parents need it does respect. it does make it more complicated. We have had my my past <laughs> where it's been complicated because daddy didn't approve. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but daddy had different reasons, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let me ask you, though, what's some simple advice you would give to girls dating? And what's some simple advice you would give to guys dating? Like separately. Let's start with girls. Let's start with girls. If a girl is dating... I would expect her to be sincere to the relationship, honest. And these days, girls are not honest at all. Really? You think that? What do you mean? Yes, I think so. Oh, yes. In what way? Some of them are not honest at all. I I have been, I don't know, I've been hearing from some of my patients, you know. Oh, really? That even though, you know, the, the girls that are in a relationship, they are looking elsewhere as well. Oh, that's and bullshit. Reasons, yeah, that's, you know, that's wrong. Yeah, I would say it's not just bullshit. I'm sorry, but it's okay. It's uh, yeah, it's it's wrong. It's totally wrong. Yeah, but like, but but and, what advice would you give to girls like when they're looking, like when they're dating, like what what kind of person should they be with? Like what should what should girls be looking out for? Like something you always told me that always stuck out with me was 
Um, guys, don't be offended by this. This is like a Indian quote. There's no nice way for me to translate this. But you always said to me, like, you know, give them a long leash and let them yeah. hang themselves with it. Yeah. If they do. Yeah. You know, which is like give people space to be free and yeah. and then and like give give even more space than normal and then let them kind of if, show who they are. Right? That's basically the bottom line where they go and hang themselves then. Yeah. But like do you have any other advice like that for girls? <laughs> Uh, that's what I'm saying, you know, for girls as well these days. it's It just doesn't go, it's not unilateral anymore. Mm. It's the same with girls too. They are not honest. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important thing. If you're honest and say, okay, yes, this is it, you know, um, guys will trust them more. Yeah. They will respect them more. Yeah. And what about if you really like somebody and you say so, you know, yes, I do. Yeah. I like you, but I don't love you. Love is different. Oh, yeah. People were really shocked that like um, when I was with uh, in my he goes by studio exec here, um, mm-hmm. the, the person I was with last year. And uh, there came a point that he, you know, he said to me that he loved me and I was honest and I said, I'm not there yet. And people were so shocked. They were like, you actually said that? I was like, what am I going to lie to him at like our age? I'm not going to, you know, if I were 22 and I made a mistake, I'd be like, yeah, when I was younger and somebody said, I love you, I'd probably said, I love you back. But now I don't feel like that's the right thing to do to somebody. And, but, but I also didn't say, I don't, I don't feel like that closed chapter. I said, you know, look, I am not there yet. And I want to try to figure out why I'm not there yet. And so like, I was like, you know, and this is why I think I'm holding back. And blah, blah, blah. So we had a conversation around it, you know, versus like lying and and acting like I was completely, but I was never seeing anybody else or wanted to see anybody else. I just wasn't there yet with him. Usually girls are that way. But uh Nevertheless, it's always honesty. It's yeah. always a good thing. And what about the guys, man? What's some advice you would give to guys who are out there so dating? The, guys, the first thing they should do is respect. Mm-hmm. Show respect. And how is Same that? How, again, do you, how do you and define respect? How do you... Res- well, in the way you treat a girl. Mm. Right? It, it doesn't necessarily mean being chivalrous like the way they were used to open the doors for the, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. That's not respect. That's just being chivalrous. Yeah. That's nah, just we following just talked a certain about that protocol. on our chivalry episode. That's being chivalrous. But yeah. respect comes straight from the heart mm-hmm. where, you know, little things will show you that the guy respects you. He should trust. Mm-hmm. Trust you. And trust the instincts as well, his own instincts. Mm-hmm. The same thing, if he trusts a girl, he can give her a nice long loose rope. And then, of course, she will she will show her true colors, too. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think guys need to be with girls like their moms? Uh, they usually end up doing that because of the Oedipus complex, as it's called. <laughs> but <laughs> so that means girls uh, but, will always um, end up with guys like their dad. On a very, very basic uh, level, yes. Yeah. 
which you know, you know it's to some degree level. is true like even for me it is. i've learned as i've grown older that um that like daddy was so um so he he doted on me so much and he still does you know that like if yeah. i need something daddy's like aware and he you know knows that i can like turn to him and he is worried about my every turn he's like did she eat did she get home safe did she do this safe is she okay like and I think like I was so I thought that that was so normal and and it is I guess but like I realize as I grow older and if somebody like doesn't show me that level of caring I'm like Hmm. it's not that like attractive to me anymore like I want somebody who cares about me as much as like I have been raised Daddy was very protective of you, just like any normal father would. You like to be protected when you grow older, but not overly. Well, yeah. Sometimes that over over protection can lead to smothering. Yeah. But like, I mean, like, I like the daddy like knew when I was, you know, he knew like from my face if I didn't eat or he would be like, oh, she wants something, but she's not telling us. And, you know, he like would push me to like come out of myself when I when I didn't feel comfortable yeah. saying something or he would make sure like is she home okay you know is she uh being taken care of is she whatever and like I liked that like and yeah but that's the unspoken language you will develop with your partner yeah as you get to know each other sometimes certain things are said even without speaking mm-hmm. you know so that that's that's on that sub- uh, uh, once you get to know a person, that's the subconscious level, you know, you say, okay, all right, I know what, what makes this one tick or what's making him angry or what's, you know, yeah. what he wants exactly. Yeah. So Ma, uh, hang in there. We're going to, we're going to um, continue this conversation and talk about um, what's important when you're looking for a real relationship and some tips for success. But as we take uh, this, this midway pause, I want to ask everybody who's listening, if you like what you're hearing, guys, please subscribe to the podcast um, and leave us a five-star rating or a review. Thank you. Um, we're here talking to my mom for our Mother's Day special episode of Kind of Dating. Uh, hey, Mama. Mm-hmm. Hi. Uh, let me ask you. So you've you've also seen me go through good relationships and bad relationships, right? In general, though, yeah. when should people walk away from a bad relationship? And what do you think makes up a bad relationship? Whenever a relationship becomes toxic. Mm. And what, what do you mean by an toxic, effect, though? Yeah, that's it is having an effect on your health, mm. your mental and physical well-being. Mm-hmm. Not worth it. Yeah. And and that's when people should walk away. Like walk I, away. I think like Absolutely. weighing out the negatives and the positives too, right? Like if the negative is outweighing the positives in the relationship, you got to walk away. And that doesn't mean like a tit for tat. It's not like a, hey, these are five mm. positive things and only one negative thing because that one negative thing could be, you know, he beats you. If, like it, yeah, it, then that's it trumps yes. everything. <laughs> Correct. doesn't matter yeah, if it's one bad thing, that yeah. one bad thing is enough. That's totally toxic. Yeah. So when, when do you think like breakups affect, affect parents 
and like if your kid is going through a breakup does it affect you and and how do you as like a mom get over that you've seen me go through some shit oh yes if you see a child hurting Mm -hmm. parents automatically hurt it's natural it's normal Mm -hmm. but then but then how do you get over it just like the way you get over it too (laughs) you cope yeah you just learn to cope and and you know that time will heal this eventually yeah and but what part of it hurts a parent like what part of a breakup hurts the parent i'll give you a little example when you were kids i used to say when your kids my hands ache then when you grow up my heart aches Mm. and that's what happens your heart aches yeah literally because you just like want your kid to be happy. Under 100%. Yeah. Under all circumstances, you want your kids to be happy. Right. Um, and so do you think like parents are like, is that the biggest thing that you would look out for is just like, like your kid to be happy? That's it. Yeah. Bottom line. That's all. I just want happiness for my kid. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter, rich, poor, whatever, left, right, center, as long as my kid is happy. Yeah. Though, you know, being rich helps. <laughs> being rich helps always. It just makes life comfortable. But sad. it doesn't necessarily make you happy. That's true. There are some dickish rich people. Yeah. It makes our life comfortable, as I said. You know? Yeah. Riches bring comforts. Yeah. And sometimes comforts bring happiness. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Like you buy um, a nice new handbag. <laughs> you love the handbags. That's all you want. You want like you're the handbag queen. Um, so okay, so so you, you know, people go through breakups. What is what do you think? We're actually doing an episode on this afterwards, but on like, can people get back together? And in what scenario do you think it's like a mom and like somebody who's experienced in life, like when can people get back together and should they at all? They can get back together, provided there is enough love, respect, trust, honesty in the relationship Mm -hmm. to retrieve whatever was lost or whatever was the reason for the breakup has been ironed out, cured, and corrected. Mm. And then like... If it is not, then you're back again to square A. You know, another thing I think is also wrong with like the way we sort of date now is like people forget that relationships are work. And I had an argument with somebody about this because somebody was like, um, this guy was like, no relationships, uh, are supposed to be easy. They're not supposed to be work at all. And I'm like, I'm not saying work like bad work, but it's still work. Like you always have to be on top of everything to like, like for me, it depends on the person too. For me, it's not that hard to be on top of things because it's just kind of my personality. So I'm generally tend to be on top. But the areas that I, I'm not normally on top of things, which are, you know, I'm not the greatest at um, at giving compliments and things like that to like always make the other person feel good. So like that's a little bit of work. I have to, you know, constantly be aware and observant that like, hey, you know, does my partner need this thing right now? And like, how can I help, you know, in... But again, let me stop you there for a minute. Giving compliments is not necessarily um, a sign of um, work or you can always show that you appreciate the other person 
and the other person should be understanding that without words you've done it mm-hmm. that is work in itself yeah you know so but like what Sometimes about the people, people who argue that are that. like you know oh it's not it's not supposed to be work it's like it's supposed to be easy it usually is easy if you understand each other you know what the other person wants and you also there has to be a lot of give and take mm. there is more giving than taking really speaking mm-hmm. and i'm talking on both sides it's giving and giving and less taking mm-hmm. and that's what makes the the solidifies the relationship you know it's actually and interesting and i'm not talking giving just financially yeah i actually just posted something today it came up on my facebook uh, memories um let me read this quote out to everybody uh it said the quote is change your internal operating equation from it's better to give than receive to it's better to give and receive a one word modification that shifts everything because loving yourself as well as loving others is equally essential absolutely also important right absolutely. the give and receiving yeah, part yeah yeah giving yeah um but usually you when you give and give that in itself gives you happiness. Mm-hmm. Um so what do you think like uh, what what are some tips for having a successful relationship? You and Daddy have been together for god knows how long. I can't even imagine 38 <laughs> years with somebody. <laughs> yeah, 30, yeah. So what what's what are some tips for a successful relationship? well the bottom line for any successful relationship i am and i've been reiterating this from the start is respect mm-hmm. and trust bottom line for any relationship yeah if there is no trust and there is no respect everything else can go out the window mm-hmm. then comes love then comes you know the rest honesty mm-hmm. like, so when these things that the foundation trust and respect Do you think having like you know the the thing that people say like marry your best friend like do you think that is like best like feasible? <laughs> no. No. Best friends are best friends on a certain level. Yeah. That's you what know, I say. Marriage. I'm like yeah, I don't want to marry my certain... best friend. My best friend is my best friend. No. <laughs> exactly. Best friends Uh, you know then eventually when they actually partner in into living in relationship or stuff then things are completely different you know yeah i do i do want to be with like a really good friend you know like yes. somebody that i have like a deep close friendship yes. with but doesn't Correct. have to be my yes. best friend cuz let's be honest best like friend. there are things i don't want to tell my guy partner about you know oh, yes. girl things Absolutely. like there are things yeah. i would just tell my actual best friend that i don't have to tell Correct. that's that's exactly it everybody has their own little um secrets or their own mm-hmm. little uh, ego to protect you know yeah so that that and that should be their right yeah um but you think a friendship is important in in a relationship 100% yeah. if there is no friendship then of course you know you can't talk you can't communicate you can't have a you know you can't laugh you can't joke you can't do so many things mm-hmm. that you would normally do with a good friend right yeah and and i think like something you said also or like we were kind of talking about that like another tip is for people to understand that like it's work and you're con- work, you constantly 100%. have to meet each other work. halfway and put in the work 
Absolutely. And like you said, respect, because like the respect thing also comes in the fact that like even when you fight, I don't think it should be fights where you're bringing each other down and and, you know, ripping each other's egos apart and whatever. And and Mm. it can happen once in a while. And I understand it. But like, you know, when you really respect somebody, you don't want to say things that are. So hurtful that it breaks up the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, yeah, it's like undoable. That's true. Um, what, uh, so we kind of talked about it before, but what do you think is important when looking for a partner? Let me ask you some stuff. Um, attraction and chemistry. How important is that? Well, that's the, that's the start, right? Yeah. If there's no attraction, there's no chemistry. That's, you know, that's your step A. It won't go to step B because you probably won't even look at the guy. Yeah. Um, so it's important. Mm-hmm. And then, but like, sometimes it's also like the, the, we were talking about the online dating thing. It gets complicated because it's hard to tell, would you actually be attracted to a person just off of a picture, you know, because exactly. sometimes people's personality or, or a certain um, chemistry only comes out in person. But I get like, Absolutely. they have to be some form of attractive to you in a picture that you would even want to like meet them in person, but they just don't. I don't think that they have um, to be it, like in a picture, because some people I'm not just don't photograph. In favor well. of this, yeah. I I'm not in. Yeah, exactly. I'm not very much in favor of this picture stuff. But imagine if you went to a bar or something, and you were, you know, with a group of friends, and mm-hmm. somebody's eyes meet yours. Instantly, there is some kind of a conversation mm-hmm. between the eyes, as they say, you know. Yeah. And then there's little sparks fly, and then that's how, you know, the person may not be really handsome or very good-looking or whatever, you know. Yeah. So what what else do you think is important when looking for a partner? You you said the respect thing, and you said trust. Trust. This and is my honesty. bottom line for yeah. any, yeah, I would say honesty, integrity. Yes. You We've know, also these, talked these, about these reliability the before. Of a good character. Right? What's that? We've also talked about reliability. Yes. Reliability, yeah. If you want a guy who's dependable. Yeah. Or a girl. Or I a mean, girl. Like vice versa. Matter. Yeah. 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 And vice versa. Yeah. Um, what about, like, should you be with somebody who challenges you or somebody who just, like, lets you be? In a relationship, it's very, very important to let you be. Yeah. For the simple reason, one, you need a little space. That's how you grow. Mm-hmm. And two, if he trusts you and you trust him, then there is no question at all. You have to let the person be. And but that's, like, what that's about what the I people who say, like, well, this person made me better? Isn't that sort of like they challenge that person to be better? Let me tell you, nobody makes anybody better. They make themselves better. True. If but, but some people, like had, something, because you want that relationship to work so bad, it brings it out of you. Yeah, they probably say that. But I don't think it's nobody can make anybody better. Nobody can make anybody worse. It's like saying, you know, well, you know, so-and-so took drugs so, or I was abused as a kid and now has become an abuser. That's mm-hmm. not true. Yeah, that's true. I agree with that. You know, so so I don't believe that anybody, because of so-and-so, so-and-so challenged me, I'm better. No. Yeah. You wanted to be better. You tried hard and you became better. Um, For girls... You know, they often tell us, like, see how he treats his mom. Do you think that 
is something that that actually rings Not true? Like people who treat their mom better means that they're going to treat a woman better? Not necessarily, yeah. but because some guys are so um, shy or they're not so open, you know, they they have a little res- reservation when it comes with their moms, you know. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't say that, you know, okay, yeah. if, if they don't treat their moms right or, and nobody would treat their moms disrespectfully in front of the others, yeah. you know, that's just like a... I mean, some people would, but they're assholes. <laughs> yes, yeah, they are, that's right. And then you don't want to have anything to do with them. Yeah. Um, so this is the the all encompassing question, Ma. What do you think my biggest problem is? Your like, biggest problem? Well, let's just put it out there. What? Overthinking. Oh, I'm the classic millennial overthinker. Absolutely, you analyze. It's just like the onion. I still remember when you were six years old. I used to give you to peel garlic. You loved it so much, and why? Because. It involved peeling and opening and opening the next step, next, next. So you kept on peeling. And that is what you're doing with your mind as well, overthinking. <laughs> Keep on going to the next layer and the next layer and the next layer. I'm a curious person. I'm a curious Gemini. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> it's, it's one thing to be curious. <laughs> okay, I will try Anything not to on overthink. the other extreme? Um, and what, uh, this Sometimes is a... go with your gut. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one for me. I need definitely need to learn that. Um, and finally, what kind of person do you think I should be with? Or do you want to see me with? Of course I want to see you with the, with the only guy who can make my daughter happy. Oh, <laughs> whatever that means, basically. Whatever that means. It means he can give her love, respect, honesty, integrity, and he can trust her with all his heart. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I'm a pretty trustworthy person. Oh, yes. You're very trustworthy, 100%, because of your honesty. I'm honest. You're very, very honest. Yeah, Yeah, you are very honest. One of my biggest problems. (laughs) Well, if you can talk to me, I mean, I I can't imagine where I can say she's dishonest, you know. I know. I tell people, I'm like, I tell her, I'm like, I tell my mom basically everything. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, she yeah. basically knows everything. <laughs> like, like the yeah. worst issues that I've had, like even with the yeah. guy I was living with, I told you about it. And people were like, mm-hmm. no, you told your mom. And I was like, yeah. Yes. Cause yeah. <laughs> and that's what him. makes a good relationship as well. Yeah. And for all the mothers out there also, I would say the same thing, you know, if you're close to your child, then your child will never feel abandoned ever. Yeah. emotionally I definitely don't I feel like you're always there and because of that I can like come to you and say anything um if you were fifth you remember when you were 15 I told you whether you're right wrong up down this way or that way whatever it is you've done anything wrong you can always come back to me and tell me what it is yeah and I will always be there for you yeah. I still say the same thing today I know you do and you you actually act on it. Like, I literally come to you with really terrible problems, and you have always, um, always like, never judged me for it and, like, always, like, helped me find a solution. Like, even when I was, like, dating the crazy person, I told you he tried to kill himself, and yeah. you were, like, yeah, you, you were the one who, like, talked me out of it. You were, like, no, he's being a coward and blah, 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 blah. And I was, like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, most people would never, you know, even go to their parents like that. Yeah. So. Um, that just shows how much of an amazing mom you are. Happy Mother's Thank Day. You. Thank you. Thank you so much. Anna. Um, 
Ma, we're wrapped that part. So first, thank you so much for being on the show. I know that you've always wanted to tell me secretly. You've always really wanted to be on the show. And and you're like thank really you. excited that I asked you. Thank you. I'm and asking. What better day than Mom's Day? Exactly. But it, didn't you secretly want to be on the show? Uh, yes. Thank <laughs> you. I knew it. Um, See? Listen, woman, you're not done. Uh, we oh. have six questions. You know, Ooh. it's your favorite segment. I know you listen to my, my shows. Um, guys, I've heard do... some of your podcast till you told me, told me not to. I know. Then sometimes it gets a little too personal, and then I feel like I'm cursing too much and saying things, and I'm like, ah. Um, but you know everything anyways about me. You just think I'm divulging too much. <laughs> Um, Sometimes, yes. Are we ready for six questions? Guys, six questions is our dating version of the Bernard Pivot questionnaire made famous on Inside the Actor's Studio, but these are our original six dating questions. Ma, here are your six yes. questions. Well, I mean, obviously you have to take this as like if you were a single person sort of, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what okay. is the first thing you notice about a potential partner? Hmm. How well-dressed he is. Mm. What is your one deal-breaker? Excessive alcohol. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, this was such a weird question to ask my parents. Um, what turns you on? <laughs> Good question. You know what turns me on? The smell of coffee. <laughs> good save i really didn't I've want to know the answer told to that these people i don't drink coffee but it turns me on i don't know what can i say <laughs> oh my god that's so funny um tell us one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships in my strength i would say still my honesty i've always been pretty frank candid mm-hmm. and, and weakness yeah Mm, I don't think I have any. I'm perfect. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just joking. Um, My weakness, um, same here. I just can't use the words, I love you. I'll show Mm -hmm. it in actions, but I can't show it to daddy. I don't tell him I love you, but I... But you're always there. But I think that's also like a societal thing a little bit. Because you are like, you say it to us all the time. And you're yes. always you there guys, for him yes. in every way. You yes. just, it's yeah. hard to say the words sometimes. Without saying the words, yeah. yeah. Um, what is love? What is love? It's an emotion. Mm. It's an emotion that you feel. Uh, it can be, it's sometimes so overwhelming that uh, you feel you're ready to kill and then there are other times when you're ready to kill yourself. Mm. But please, That's how powerful nobody it can should do be. that. Nobody should do that, for God's sakes, please. Yeah. Um, besides I love you, what three words would you want your partner to tell you? I'm here. Oh, good one. That was a good one. Thank you. Hey, I learned something new. Um, well, Ma, I'm here for you, and uh, you, and honey. I love you so, so, so much, and I am and so I'm grateful. Thank you. I'm so grateful that you did this episode with us. Um, it means Thank a lot you. to me, and it's very special, 
and happy Mother's Day. And you're the best. Thank you, love. Um, Thank you so much. Guys, happy Mother's Day to all of my listeners um, and friends, parents. I mean, sorry, moms. Um, I I hope that you guys all got to celebrate or and, and feel special and make, make her feel special because moms are the best. Um, Ma, thank you again. Uh, okay, normally, darling. I tell people to, like, find you on social media, but I don't want anybody to find you. Because you already get weird Facebook in requests because of me. <laughs> that's true, <laughs> and because of one of the other ones that's gone viral, you know. So yeah. I, I'm tired of that already. Okay. Um, so instead, guys, I'll tell you guys to follow us on social media. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Kinda Dating. Uh, where I'm also on Facebook and Instagram at Natasha Chandel and Twitter at Natasha Chandel, uh, uh, Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter. Um, I want to thank Starburn Industries for the studio space and thank you so much for downloading this episode. If you can please take a few seconds and review us on iTunes and download the rest of our shows, I'd be really grateful. Remember, it's my birthday month. Um, also, send us your dating stories and thoughts to kindadating at gmail.com. Finally, I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time. Thank you.